younger <laughs> Amanda actors. Seinfeld. Amanda Kendrick. Amanda Kendrick and Amanda Seinfeld. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Spilling the GLT. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and this is my amazing, talented friend, Jordan Haddad, my co-host for today. Oh, that was a great intro. That yeah. was a really you great do intro. You that more often. You mean compliment you? Yeah, more often. Um, <laughs> there's actually someone else here. Sydney is not here today. So we have an amazing guest, special guest host with us. The one and only queen herself, Miss Jonica Wright is in the Hello. house. Hi, Jonica. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. So Jonica is currently in our production of Spring Awakening, playing the role of Marta. Yes. And we are so lucky to have her talent in our presence. She is a true star, and you guys do not want to miss out on seeing her in this production because oh she. Oh my god! Thank it. you, Jonica, so Tell sweet. us a little bit more about where you started your theater journey. Did you start when you were younger? Did it happen later in life? Like, where did you begin your theater? Yes, I. I it definitely started younger. I mean, I did singing more growing up, but I recall when I was three years old going to see Cats. The production of Cats, yes. And I was sitting in the third row and I didn't sit through the entire production. But after that, I was like, yes, this is it. This is what I want to do. So yeah, I grew up singing. And then in middle school, my mom put me in a theater camp and it's been this way ever since. Sounds about right. And then did you end up getting a degree of sorts in theater arts? Where'd you end up getting your certificates? Yes, I went to Washita Baptist University where I got my BFA in musical theater. Lovely, lovely. And what year did you graduate? 2020. Yeah. During COVID. What a great year to end it. Rough. At home. We're all in the same well, boat. Totally get it. Yeah, it is it is like that, you know? It's like I feel yeah. like when people say like, oh well, I graduated in 2020, we all kind of like like Oh. We're like, mm, you're at home. Yeah. You had it rough. We all <laughs> like, I've, I've always been in that, like, year of school where, like, things, like, never, like, you know, if something affected, like, the school or, like, the schooling system, it always mm -hmm. affected the year before me. And so it never really affected my year. So like well, next year when I graduate, I'll probably have a normal. I mean, this year I think they're having like a kind mm -hmm. of normal graduation. Mm -hmm. And I'll probably have a perfectly like fine, quote unquote, fine graduation, like a normal graduation. You yeah. know, what, what is normal anymore? You know, like what is normal? Exactly. Like what is normal in theater right now? Hey, right well, now. We did just get news today. Uh, official Broadway World announced and the Broadway League confirmed that they have hopes to reopen Broadway shows by September because New York just said they'd be opening up by July 1st, which is oh, amazing news to hear. Yes. I'm already buying my ticket. Tickets been bought. Yeah, what is the first three shows you, if any show, every every show ever opened on Broadway right mm -hmm. now, like which show would you be like, I'm buying my front row tickets to right now? Uh, I have always said I uh, the first show that I'm going to see when Broadway opens back up is Jagged Little Pill. Love that. Yes. And and the thing is I have only listened to the music. I 
don't know what it's about. I mean, now I can probably tell you, but I have always just said like, this is a show that I want to see when Broadway comes back. So that's what I'm excited for. I would say six. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Because it, 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 it like got closed down the day that every, like it's opening night was the night yeah. that Broadway got its lights turned off, you know? And I mean, I remember reading in that article of that the mayor was talking about how he hopes that, you know, smaller productions can start to open in July and August. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, obviously kind of being like six, you know, it's only six girls, you know, the West End did right. it for a little bit before it got mm-hmm. like before things got bad over there. You know, they did it a little bit, you know, social distance, social distance seating. I mean, obviously they're taking such high precautions when it comes to seeing the shows because I mean, now there's like no stage dooring, there's no, mm-hmm. you know, nothing nothing else you know it's just you go see the show and then that's it but i mean i think that's enough for people i mean not everyone loves to stage door you know it's going to be sad but you know think Mm -hmm. about how amazing that day is is when you can stage door again yeah it's nice to hear that the mayor is in hopes to get broadway reopened at the time Mm -hmm. the whole city in general you know back at full capacity by summer i mean mm -hmm. I just feel like Broadway is such a big part of that city and brings a lot of money into that city and it brings a lot of Mm -hmm. people to that city. So I think him, I mean, not only being a possible like theater dweeb, like like all the theater kids are, you know, like he wants that revenue, you know, he wants to stay to be thriving again, you know, NYC has been barren, you know, I mean, not as barren recently, you know, but like he wants to see those subways filled up like shoulder to shoulder he wants to see the streets crowded with people again and he knows opening broadway is going to be a, the next step it's going to be yeah you know it's going to be a huge impact on that well, society the other thing i'm seeing a lot of amazing theaters open overseas like beetlejuice just opened in south korea and it's giving me life to see them have and enjoy it like there have i think there was a wicked open waitress Mm -hmm. obviously beetlejuice like i saw a bunch of their stuff uploaded and i was like oh i'm jealous i want to be there i want to be i I won't understand a damn word that they're (laughs) saying but i want to be there and all the clips that they're showing they all sound amazing so i'm like oh "Oh, i'm so happy they're thriving yeah you know it is it is what it is for us and you know it's mm-hmm. but that's why i think it's so special about you know virtual theater you know it's kind of bringing theater into your home in like a different mm-hmm. light and you know it's not what you want but you know it's convenient it's right there like oh like a friday night like oh yeah i can spare a friday night for like a few hours to sit and watch this show you know right it's like watching a movie mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. Of movies wow you're setting me up i love this eric the trailer for Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, the remake, just came out. This, oh. oh my goodness, what did you guys think of it? I, mm, I know where I will be. It, oh, I'm so 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 excited. The cast looks stunning. This, like the, mm-hmm. the scenery, the imagery, the everything, like the cinematography of it all, already looks amazing. Yes. Seconds, I was like, I can't watch it to get more i'm gonna cry like i couldn't watch more than maybe 30 seconds of it and i was like next i can't i think that's Um, something super cool about the trailer is that it's you know when you think steven spielberg you're thinking like jurassic park yes all those movies and you're like you're like well what's he gonna do with west side story i remember when they announced he was directing it i was like hmm 
Like, what? where is he going to go with this? But, you know, there's, like, that life in the trailer. You know, it's colorful. It's full. It has, like, a cast. And, like, I got chills, like, in the beginning of it when it was, like, the sharks and the jets were, like, walking towards each other and all you see are, like, the shadows. And I was, like, oh, I just know this is about to be it. This is about to be so good. No, yeah. It looks like it's going to be Rachel and... Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Rachel and Ansel, you know, being on stage. I mean, I can only imagine them on a stage version of this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, does this mean something's in it? And also, Rita Moreno's in it. That's so cute. I love it. She gets to, you know, come on back, show her uh, theater roots in the show. <laughs> I just think that it's a movie that we've been waiting for for a long time, and you know, a lot of mm-hmm. movies. A lot of musical movies, when you watch the trailer, it's kind of like you know from the trailer if it's going to be good or not. Yeah. And, <laughs> cats. and um, you know, God. it's just you can <laughs> kind of like predict how the movie is going to be. And you know, like I'm mm-hmm. like excited to see this movie. You know, I love West Side Story. Yeah. And I've been, we've been waiting a long time for this movie. Oh, yeah. It and got it's pushed mm-hmm. back quite a bit. It got pushed back like a year or two or something like that. Yeah, I think it was like a year or so. But I think it's going to be worth it for sure. I think, you know, the time that they took to produce it and, you know, make it mm-hmm. probably the best it can be instead of just rushing it. I think, like, in the movie industry, things get rushed so fast. Whereas in, like, I the agree. third Broadway world, like, they take, I mean, it's also really fast tracked. Who am I kidding? When you get put in for a show on Broadway, it's like you don't get a full run. It's like go, go, go. So the fact that they had this opportunity to, like, sit and work on it it's mm-hmm. be i'm very excited to see it and i'm excited to see uh, well i Ariana think that Debo. thing oh i love her oh I my think goodness another, i love her another type of thing that applies to like you know taking its time is the wicked movie you know that movie has been in the talks for a, a while long time but yeah. now like recently <laughs> literally like is ariana grande gonna pop in i mean but you know you think about it and you know more recently they've been coming out with more stuff about like who the director is and who's mm-hmm. potential glinda's and alphabets and i think i remember anna kendrick or who was it some someone like that like someone came out and was like i want to be in oh it was um what's amanda seyfried amanda yes she's her? like i want to yes. be in the wicked movie mm-hmm. and you know the, i think anna kendrick kind of said the same thing she's like i want to be in the yeah. wicked movie like, and it was the thing of, like, you know, people I want to like, be in the Wicked movie. What are you talking about? Everyone me. wants to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, extra think, monkeys, I'll grow out my, like, hair. I'll oh, my God, Jordan. You know, I think <laughs> something cool that they could do with the Wicked movie is, you know, maybe have one or the other be kind of like a, you know, like a new face, Dove Cameron as Glinda, new face, mm. or, like, have them playing against someone that's more known. Yeah. I definitely think the role of Alphaba, if anything, should be cast someone new. But you have to do the movie right, you know? Yeah. There, If the movie is bad, it will be known that it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Cats. Like, that movie was bad, mm-hmm. and everyone knows it's bad. And well, like, It's like you... the live versions of shows where everyone's like, for mm-hmm. example, Maddie Balio and Hairspray, they brought her, I think that's how you say her last name. I could Maddie Balio, correct. So she, you know... She's fresh faced, like ready to go. I think she was right out of college too, maybe a year 
in the industry working in and out. And so, but I think she, she slayed it. I loved her in it. I don't know why everyone hated so bad, but I get it as a newcomer, you're coming in and they're just like, okay, we're putting this, a lot of pressure on you to perform this iconic role right. that everybody knows. So, well, and I think for whoever gets it, I wish them the best. <laughs> of luck. No, I, literally, I wish whoever gets those roles the best of luck because, I mean, everybody is going to be on pins and needles. Everyone's going to be like, this needs to be good, and they'll know that they'll feel yeah. that pressure. I mean, mm-hmm. what I've heard, what I've re- heard and read through the grapevine is that, you know, I've heard that Dove Cameron and Ariana Grande have been kind of like the thoughts of their mind they're like we'd love to have Mm -hmm. ariana grande but we haven't heard anything from her you know she hasn't said anything about it but i think you have to take into consideration these stars are like oh that's i know this sounds silly but to pay those two girls versus to pay two out of college girls who are like hungry for theater like come on give it to some new and up and coming kids who really want to start in the theater world you know, Ariana's been been on Broadway since she was thirteen, and but I, don't I think about I, that, I, but. I kind of have to disagree with the fact that they should get with people who are like, I want to be in it. I want to be in it. Like, I think this movie well, needs not to Anna be... Kendrick. Well, I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not saying Amanda Kendrick and Amanda Seinfeld. I'm definitely thinking like younger <laughs> Amanda actors. Seinf- Amanda Kendrick. <laughs> Amanda Kendrick and Amanda Seinfeld. <laughs> I can't speak English, but um. I think going with the, I think out of either one, mm-hmm. if I had to choose either Ariana Grande or Dove Cameron to be in this movie, I personally would choose Dove Cameron to be Glinda. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't see, like, out of everyone I've, like, out of people that, like, I've seen polls or, like, articles about, like, I think Dove Cameron is one of the best options. She she is Glinda. She mm-hmm. is. Like, I don't, I Do don't you? think... <laughs> Well, I don't think, I don't think that there's anyone else that could do it justice. I think Elfie is such a moldable character. You know what I mean? Like Glinda is done one way and Glinda is very one-sided when it comes to things. And there's a right and a wrong way to do Glinda. Elphaba is such a moldable character and each actress who goes into that role adds their, their Um, self to the character. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. So, I mean, that's why I mean the thing, like, I think if it was to be, like, Dove Cameron, get someone else who's new and upcoming in the role of Elphaba. Personally, I think it should be a person of color playing mm-hmm. that role. I wow, think... it would be so drastic if both were BIPOC performers. Whoa, like, that would be... I'm just fun. saying, Brittany, Brittany Johnson as Glenda, I... Seeing those clips, I, like, I remember that day. Like, I remember, like, seeing the postings everywhere, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then seeing clips of her singing, I was like, this is what we need. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember being seeing that, too, and being like, oh, my gosh. Tonight's, like, the first night that there's going to be a, a POC. Glenda. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I think, you know, she needs to, like, be in that role. She needs to be in that role, be on Broadway, be on tour, be on an international Mm -hmm. tour, be on a national tour. She needs to be, like, the Glinda. People will pay to see that. People, hey, Wicked comes to L.A. every year. Pretty much. Like, Mm -hmm. we 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 want something to spice it up. We want that show to be spicy. Well, and I also just felt like 
everything that she did with the character was just different from anything that we've you know seen before like i said like i said glinda is a one-way character Mm -hmm. there's one way to do the character and you know uh britney johnson that's correct right i believe i am you know like you just said like she added something different to the character that makes her not so one-sided mm-hmm. and that's what we need for this movie we need that thing that makes her different yeah these characters can be what we've known and seen them as can be very two-dimensional and you know actresses like Brittany johnson can make them very 3d mm-hmm. um which is not something that every actress has the ability to do and in my opinion i don't know if doug cameron can do that but we'll see we'll see what they do um but that's a great segue into our fun little game we're gonna play because it's really uh who we want to see in some fun roles it's uh, everyone's favorite family game just kidding we just made it up called i don't know did we make it up did we find it online somewhere i feel like somebody's done this i I thought of it but it was kind of it was kind of like a like a different version of um f mary kill yeah f mary kill but it's called cut cast understudy so we have a list of broadway actors and actresses and uh, everybody, to be honest, that we could think of off the top of our heads that we could put into a bunch of different roles. So we're going to take spin a that wheel. We're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back to play cut cast understudy. All right, ladies. All right. All right. That includes you, Eric. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, we are playing everyone's favorite family game, cut cast understudy where we take a handful of broadway actors and actresses and a bunch of random musical theater characters and we will spin a wheel it'll give us three of them and then we have to figure out who we are going to cut in that role cast that role and then give the understudy to that role here's a list of characters we have shrek fiero hamilton l woods tracy turnblatt elsa ursula grisabella and dawn from waitress oh my god so let's spin. Who are we going to do today? It's going to land on the one and only everyone's favorite green ogre from Swamp, Shrek. All right. Let us see what three actors or actresses, etc. we have to cast in said role. We have, oh, okay. We got Lily Cooper. Let's see. Spin for number two. Ooh, the colors on this is hurting my old lady eyes. We got Lily Cooper, Christian Chenoweth, <laughs> and let's spin for our third. Lily Cooper, Christian Chenoweth for Shrek. <laughs> oh, and Eden Espinosa. Okay, so. <laughs> so I don't even remember what they were. Okay, wait. Christian Chenoweth, Eden Espinosa. Who was the first one? Lily Cooper. Okay, and Lily Cooper for Shrek. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, whoops. You're muted, Eric. I would have to say I'm going to cut Christian Chenoweth. Because yeah, I, yeah, was, about I was about to say, I don't... <laughs> She'd I be think... so little! <laughs> she would literally be like, Get your big, bright, beautiful world! I'm happy where I am! You know, she'd like, Which, like mess it up. 
Don't get me wrong. It's a big, bright, beautiful. Like, come on, she'd be a nut. <laughs> I would but see I... like Christian Chenoweth as more like Farquad. Well, okay. <laughs> and then uh, we have Lily Cooper and Eden Espinosa. I kind of think that both of them would kick, you know what, at in this role. So, I agree. Kick butt. I know. Okay, booty, booty. I think honestly, if I had a pick, I think I would pick Lily Cooper. Really? I think. I think that she could do a lot of the physicalization of this character that mm-hmm. I just have seen Lily on stage do physically. Yeah. That I don't, because Shrek is large like myself. And so he has to do a lot of climbing and a lot of like movement around the set pieces. Also, yeah. while a full prosthetic right. piece and a full sized suit, so of armor and all that stuff. So, you know what? I think Lily could totally do it. She's definitely strong. Have you seen her Instagram posts of her working out? It's scary. She's buff. <laughs> so I think she could definitely rock it. And Idina would, you know, I mean, not Idina. <laughs> sorry. Eden. Eden. My brain's farting. Uh, would be great as <laughs> her understudy. But what do you guys think? Are we in the same boat here? I don't know. I think I'm happy with like them. Like maybe like if they were both like double cast. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would have to say because they're both great. I don't know if I could just pick like. That's one. a hard one. Yeah, that was hard. That was a good one. All right, let's cast none other than Miss Dawn from Waitress next. Is what the wheel yeah. gave us. <sighs> All right. We were rolling for Miss Dawn. I love how you tried spelling some of these. Yeah, I just typed it really fast, so don't judge my spelling. Okay, so we have Julie Andrews. Medicine, go down. Vanessa Hutchins. Vanessa Hutchins. You know, the star of Gigi on Broadway. What a classic. Oh, yeah, because that's the thing people are going to know Vanessa Hudgens from. Renee Elise Goldsberry. Oh, my God. What was the first Gosh. one? Who was the first one? Julie Andrews. Okay. And we're done. Oh, goodness. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to cut Julie Andrews. How dare you? I'm kidding. <laughs> I would do the I same thing. I think I'm going to have to cut her. Um, I do I'm... admit, though, I think she would have been adorable in the role like 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Does that sound no. mean? Who is the second <laughs> option? Uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, Vanessa. Mm. I think, I honestly think I would cast Vanessa Hudgens. And then give Renee. Renee understudy. Give Renee understudy. I think it would challenge Renee. I think it might be a fun challenge for her. Yeah. But be wrong. <laughs> I would. Mm. Can you imagine her in the little glasses and the outfit Renee just running on stage? It'd be totally different from what we've ever seen her in before. Very strong, dominant, powerful female characters. And then she's playing like this very submissive, like, I'm Dawn. <laughs> it would be funny to see the juxtaposition of what we're so used to seeing <laughs> her as. I'm going to give her the challenge. I would cast yeah. her. Let me give it to her, and then you know what, Miss Miss Vanessa, you know, you can take we're all gonna shade. get COVID, and yeah, we're probably gonna die. <laughs> I cannot. Oh with my Vanessa. god. Tbh, I think I'm gonna cut Vanessa, and I'm gonna give Julie Andrews the understudy. Why yeah. not? <laughs> okay, okay, last one. Last one. Okay, fine. Oh. <gasps> 
the yeah. one and the only Mr. Alexander Hamilton. Oh, let's goodness. see what make we land good, on. Make it good. Come on, baby. I don't think we've had a single. Ah, uh... uh, Cynthia. Oh Rebo. my gosh. Oh, oh, this Hold is up. Dark. We got to get the other two now. I know. Oh Cynthia oh Rebo. Oh, Lindsay Mendez. Oh. Why isn't it landed oh. on a single guy? It's fine, though. I'm totally okay with that. I'm just saying the whole game. We haven't. And Alice Ripley. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to all you guys having to hear my gross cackle. <laughs> oh, I think. Wow. I think I would cut Alyssa. Alice Ripley. I feel like. I feel like Lindsay Mendez would be a great Hamilton. I don't know. See, there's no doubt in my mind that Cynthia Riva would slay in a power suit on that damn stage. No, wait, but this is is why I thought thought Cynthia Riva as Aaron Burr. I would live for that. I would, okay, okay, if that's the route we're taking. I would live for that. But it would be her Hamilton. Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay Mendez. That makes sense. Like, okay. you have Lindsay Mendez, you have Cynthia Revo. Those two going at it, I would live. I would live for it. Like, I would live I, for that moment. Like, I love Lindsay. I saw Lindsay Mendez in Carousel, Carousel in 2018, and I literally cried when I saw her at the stage door. <laughs> should. I think okay, that's great. I mean, I'm still sticking with the other way around, but I'm totally okay with that because, like, I mean, we say understudy, but we're really just giving her another role instead. Yeah, yeah, just we like, just give her a different Lindsay, role. Lindsay, she could never role. be an understudy. No, you were not understudying this. Well, that was fun. Wait, did you I guys like see that. that? Did you guys see that video on TikTok of Cynthia Rebo in like the X Factor musical? What? Well, no. It's, it's called like I Can't Sing the X Factor musical, and Cynthia mm. Rebo's in it. No, Look it but up. I I'll... have heard. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. There is apparently there. Is, this is so silly. There is the Broadway mass singer. I'm obsessed with the show in general. I've heard of that. But like everyone's in like costumes and they're singing and then we have to like guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the whole thing is associated with or affiliated with. But I saw that and I just had it cackling. I like how all of theater is trying to be like, hey. We're cool too. We can do an X Factor musical. We can do our version. Everyone's taking think outside the box to a whole different level for theater. Of course, that's what we have to do. It's ever changing. It is similar to our new platform that we're doing our production of Spring Awakening. Like we're, it's all virtually stream for you guys. So actually. Tickets are now available. Yeah. Show ticks for you. That's show S H O W four as in the number and the letter U. Ticks T I X dot com. You can type in our very uh, prestigious theater name, which is Ghostlight Theatricals, and it should pop up of Spring Awakening. Or you can head to any of our social medias, and in our link trees, you can find those links right to that website. And you can purchase your tickets right now if you'd like. For our two nights of streaming, they're June 11th and 12th at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 5 p.m. <laughs> My brain was thinking 8 p.m. Eastern, but I just said the wrong time. I don't even know what state I'm in anymore, to be honest with you. My brain's like, where are we on the map? 
we just have a lot of awesome castmates from all over. So, <laughs> but you can get your tickets. That's ten dollars. Um, and another awesome thing this happened this week for us is we reached our Kickstarter goal, and then we superseded that goal and reached our stretch goal, and then went past that a little bit more, which is so awesome. That's gonna give so much more back into the show and into the uh, production as a whole, and to our actors and our you know, our crew and all that jazz. So I'm very excited to see that. So if you want to get your tickets, get them now while they're hot. Uh, thank you to each and every one of our Kickstarter donators. If you did donate more than a hundred at the hundred dollar tier, you actually can be a guest on this podcast. So we will be reaching out to those amazing people. Um, in the meantime, but is there anything else today on the agenda? I don't know. That's I just want to thank Jonica so much for being yes. here. We love talking to you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. When we all hang out together, I love this. Oh, is so that is exactly what it feels like. We'll probably go. I'll probably go rewatch the circle after this. Oh yes, I will probably watch an episode before I go to bed. <laughs> I should probably catch up. I took a fat nap today, so the whole That'd night is good. probably gonna be me watching that. We love the circle here. We are a circle fam. Hashtag girl we gang. <laughs> Hashtag girl gang. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening this week's episode of Spilling the GLT. I am your host, Jordan, and... I'm Eric, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.